You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday. We'll talk about the Razorback basketball game and their first outing in the Hall of Fame Classic up here in Kansas City. Did get the victory. Uh, which is the most important thing. We'll have a breakdown of that in just a second, but I know that people are still in football mode and getting ready for the regular season finale against the Missouri Tigers, whether it's a rivalry or not. Who cares? You just need to win this game. Plain and simple. Uh, I think I speak for most Razorback fans where I'm sick and tired of losing this game. I'm sick and tired of losing to Missouri. I'm sick and tired of their coach, Eli Drinkwitz, you know, trying understanding that he can't, really stand out because they're going to win so he has to stand out by being weird and quirky and nerdy and all this so uh, I'm just I'm just not a fan of uh, what they do and you know how they've been doing it necessarily but who cares as long as you get the victory that's all that matters but the thing is is like you look at this season and it's been so much fun like it's been a great year Uh, you've had some great games especially some great home games you know that Texas game and with that atmosphere and everything was about as fun as you could ask uh, you add into the mix of, uh, you know, the Mississippi State game and how much fun that was and the missed field goal and then going down to Baton Rouge and beating LSU, uh, you know, just Texas A&M down in Dallas, finally getting that uh, monkey off your chest. So I, I just I love the fact that this season has been so, so fun and so memorable and lots of reasons to be optimistic in everything. But the last thing you want is for the 2021 Razorback football season to be like Game of Thrones. Now, I know this is going to date me a little bit on how I'm making this comparison, but just stay with me. And if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's definitely going to be something that I've had my opinions on. But in Game of Thrones, for the majority of the series, was one of the greatest television series of all time. Uh, The storylines, the acting, the action, the 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 twists the turns the plot like everything was incredible nearly perfect must watch tv every single week and then those that didn't get a chance to watch it live they would go back and binge watch it and on the hbo app and just love it like love every bit of it and it was so great that the hype kept just building and building for the series finale and all of that so as exciting as that, all that was, the final season of Game of Thrones in the series finale was god-awful. It was horrible. It was atrocious. It was so bad that, at least in my opinion, it ruined the series for me. Like, Game of Thrones went from being one of the greatest television shows I ever watched to where the last season alone made me say, that was a, that was a great run, but it's not the, one of the greatest shows of all time just based solely on the final season. Now, you may say that's a little extreme, but if you watch the show, you'll know what I'm talking about, especially when the expectation was so high. But it ruined the entire series for me. I don't even want to rewatch it again because of how it went. The Razorback football team does not need that same thing to happen this year, where the season goes and people are excited, 
It's optimistic. There's ups, there's downs, but people are feeling great about it. You know, they're selling out the crowds. They're showing up to games. They're being pumped up. They're proud of the way that they win and they're proud of the way that they lose. Like they're just proud. All of that only to lose to Missouri in the season finale. Because folks, I am telling you right now, if Arkansas loses to Missouri on Friday, it ruins the season for me. It ruins the season. All the goodwill, all the, you know, beating Texas, beating Texas A&M, beating LSU, beating Mississippi State, playing close with Alabama, all of that goes out the window and it is ruined if Arkansas loses to Missouri on Friday. Some of you may call that extreme. Some of you may say, well, that's, that's, that's stupid because, I mean, there's more than just one game. No, this game is the one that matters the most because it is the final game of the season. You have gotten better as the season has gone on. The month of November, you have played phenomenal. And you do not need, nor do you want, your finale of this great season to be spoiled to be tainted because you lost to a terrible Missouri football team. Oh, well, John, but they've won five in a row. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. They're, Missouri's an improved team. They're bowl eligible. They're six and five or whatever. It's not five in a row, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, cool. You know what? These are their wins this year. Central Michigan by 10. Southeast Missouri. North Texas by 13. They beat Vanderbilt by nine. They beat South Carolina by a field goal. And they beat Florida in overtime by one. There is not one quality win on that schedule. Vanderbilt is atrocious. South Carolina is not great. And Florida just fired their coach and how, because he's so bad. They lost to Kentucky by a touchdown, but they also lost to Boston College. They got smoked by Tennessee. They got smoked by AM. They got smoked by Georgia. This is not a good football team. You better win this game. You have to win this game. Because if you don't, what was this season about? What was it about? Improving, right? Progressing, right? Well, you don't take steps forward when you lose to Missouri and Fayetteville this Friday. You take steps back. Don't let this be Game of Thrones. Don't let the final piece of your season be what defines this year. If you win, you did what you were supposed to do. But if you lose, that's what people are going to remember, and it just cannot happen. Remind everybody that we have a podcast here that is so blessed, for one, to have some great sponsors. And one of them, of course, being is NetSuite. It's, this is it. You're, you're about to putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility while well, you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite right now. And that, so right now through the end, of no, end of the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. So head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. 
for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for a growing business. Again, netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. This podcast is also brought to you by Price Picks. I know that you're all big fans of this, and I am too, because we like to do fantasy sports. But when it comes to college fantasy sports, nobody does it better than Price Picks. They offer more college football props than anyone else in the world, and they can offer any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. And if you try it out today, you receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code Locked On. Price Picks allows mixed sports entries. You can take the over over LeBron, like on LeBron for the combined and the under on Mahomes and the same entry. So it's pretty customizable. They can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is the daily fantasy made easy. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, so Arkansas basketball played last night in the Hall of Fame Classic against Kansas State. I was there in attendance. Uh, I happened to uh, sit on courtside, thanks to my buddy Branson Van Landingham. Shout out to him. Uh, but uh, me, you know, me and my buddy went, and it was uh, it was pretty enjoyable. I mean, first off, it's always enjoyable when Arkansas wins. They won seventy two to sixty four over Kansas State. Wasn't the prettiest game at times, but still. Getting the win is really all that matters. And Arkansas was in control of this game pretty much the entire time. Uh, they were up 42-24 at halftime. Kansas State did make up some ground in the second half, but it was too little too late. And it, honestly, the first half of Arkansas was the best that they played all year long. Uh, I mean, I know it's we're talking about the first half here, but the passing, the shot selection, lack of turnovers, the defense uh, was incredible. And it's amazing how uh, Kansas State – you know, or how Arkansas can be in control of a team like Kansas State when they're not hitting a billion threes like the other teams have had. So that was nice to see for a change. But uh, Arkansas got the dub, and, you know, you, you can just continue to see this team grow. Like, you continue to see the things that this team is trying to do really well and trying to, like, have chemistry and whatnot. Like, that, that to me is what is really impressive is just in a four-game stretch, we saw team, we saw this team already get to the point where things are looking up, things are exciting, and you can see that not only is there talent, but there's chemistry. And I think that there was nothing more evident than last night. Connor Vanover had a great game. He had 14 points and five rebounds for him, and uh, he had one block as well. But like he's just, he's just solid. In fact, he went eight of nine from the free throw line. Like, is Connor Vanover the best free throw shooter? Yeah, probably Chris Likes, because Chris Likes – uh, got one 10 of 10 from the free throw line. So that was pretty good. Uh, but you got you got him coming in where Connor Vanover sometimes doesn't play. Sometimes he comes in and plays. Sometimes he plays well. Sometimes he doesn't. So, you know, he's kind of an up and down guy. But between him, between DC Tony, who's just a nasty dude underneath. It's kind of like the garbage man. Just cleaned up a lot of buckets. Uh, they, they did exactly what they needed to do. Stanley Mude also came in and had a really good game as well. Uh, but Tony had nine, 13 points, nine rebounds. Uh, I mean, that is that is a sexy stat line, and I want to see more of that. Uh, but, you know, they got it done. J.D. Notu didn't play the best game. He had 11 points, but went 4 of 17 from the field. Uh, did have five assists, though, and three steals and four rebounds. So he was doing other things, too, but way too many turnovers. Had five turnovers for him. Uh, so the assist-to-turnover ratio, 
it was started off good, but ended up not being that way. Nine assists to 12 turnovers is not what you want to see. But luckily, Kansas State is not that great of a basketball team. They couldn't shoot very well, especially uh, from three-point land. They went three of 22, even though Arkansas also went three of 22. But um, uh, that's, you know, just you're not nice to It's just nice to see a team that doesn't make a billion threes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but neither team shot particularly well. But it was just so weird because Arkansas did so well in the first half at shooting uh, that they just, you know, kind of fell off a little bit towards the end. And now they have to move on and play Cincinnati, which Cincinnati took uh, care of business fairly easily against Illinois, which I think was surprising to say the least because Illinois was up by, I think they were up by like 15. Illinois was up by 15 points in the first half, and then Cincinnati ended up winning by 20. Now, what sense does that make? I don't know. But at least with the case with Arkansas and Cincinnati, uh, the Razorbacks are still favored by five and a half points tonight, and they're gonna get they're gonna get what they uh, they're gonna get with a great effort by Cincinnati because they're really good defensively. They score seventy five points per game, but only give up fifty four points per game. So they're really good defensively. Uh, they out rebound Arkansas. They do have more blocks in Arkansas, but Arkansas has more assists. They have more steals. So this is going to be an interesting matchup, and the predictability of the ESPN-FPI gives Arkansas a 75% chance of winning. Not to say that that's the know-all, end-all, be-all, but, you know, there's just some things that, you know, like, I feel like Arkansas has it all. Like, they have the pieces, just got to continue to put it together and continue to just make it work and, and form it into the way that you're supposed to form it because, let's be honest, if uh, this Razorback basketball team gets it going in a major way and everyone stays healthy, it's going like the, the the ceiling is the roof, as Michael Jordan would say. Like they they can they can go a very long way here. They just got to continue to improve, continue to get guys uh, to make smart shots and get less turnovers and more assists. I mean, I, I I like how certain guys are trying to share the ball and they did have too many turnovers. And they were trying to pass it, so it wasn't like it was just a bunch of hero ball. Uh, but you know, you just, you gotta be smart with it. And I think Eric Musselman understands that and he'll take the win all day long. It's just like Razorback fans will, but I just don't know if you'll be able to play like that and be able to beat Cincinnati tonight. I think that might be a little too much to ask for, but Hey, at least they're in that position. Arkansas can bring home the hall of fame classic championship presented by hotels.com. Uh, as long as they, uh, do what they need to do, uh, against, uh, Cincinnati tonight. So, uh, should be a great game, though. And, of course, we'll do the podcast on that tomorrow as well. But want to remind everybody, it's Thanksgiving. You all know that, and we all know what it means. Football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus using promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. And it's not just college football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I know that we had a lot of reaction from the Alabama game from this past Saturday, and 
a lot of people were, were chiming in and talking about it and all that. But uh, one of the things, though, that I thought was really interesting is uh, during my radio show actually yesterday, Dalton Wagner was, or at least Sam Pittman said in his press conference that Dalton Wagner was returning to Arkansas for his sixth season, uh, kind of using his COVID year too, which sparked the conversation of, okay, so who could be other players possibly coming back that are on, whether they're seniors or whether they're, you know, players that could use that COVID year or what, like how many of those, how many of those players are actually there in the mix and possibly could do that? Well, you know, I think that's a, that's a tough thing to really gauge because you never know what's in a college football player's head and what they're thinking or anything like that. But I will say though, that I believe there's a few of them that I could see coming back and a few of them that there is no chance that they're coming back. Uh, for instance, we already know Dalton Wagner. Uh, he's going to be coming back. Um, I could see Tyson Morris coming back, the wide receiver. Uh, he, had, he, he started off really strong. I haven't seen much of him here recently, but I could see him coming back. Uh, Ty Clary. I know that some, some of these guys, I don't know exactly the status of their COVID year either, uh, you know, as far as if they use it or if they want to use it, but I could see him being one of those players. Uh, besides offensive line, because that's another thing. Arkansas people, we got to remember, Arkansas's offensive line, Dalton Wagner's a senior, but he is coming back. You got Myron Cunningham, who's a senior, coming, and he's a senior. He's probably not coming back. You got Shane Clinton, who's a senior. Ty Clary, who's a senior. Uh, you got Ricky Stromberg, who's a senior. You got a lot of seniors on this offensive line. Uh, so that's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Ricky Stromberg's a junior. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if he'll be coming back. I think he would. I don't think he'd leave early. So that's going to be big, but... That's essentially all your seniors there. <laughs> like, uh, but besides that, though, you know, guys, guys may transfer out and whatnot. Traylon Burks is not coming back, folks. As much as I would like to sit here and tell you that there's a chance that he's going to return to Arkansas and he's going to blow it up in a major way and, you know, because he loves the Hogs and wants to graduate and all this stuff. Like, I've heard this from time and time again from other people. And I'm like, folks, he ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. It's just not going to be the case. He's gone. Just accept it. And that's okay. He needs to be gone. He's done really well. But that's on the offense. Now, defensively, you talk about seniors that it's it's a difference. Like Trey Williams, Markel Utzi, John Ridgeway. You're, you know, your three starting defensive linemen, they're all seniors. Bumper pull, Grant Morgan, and Hayden Henry. You know, your three starting linebackers, they're all seniors. Uh, Dorian Gerald, who originally started the year, keeps getting injured, but he was a senior. He's probably going to be gone, I would assume. But then you got Joe Fouché, a starter in the defensive secondary. He's a senior. You got Monteric Brown, also a senior. If any of those guys will use their COVID year, it'll be big time. But the only ones that I could see or that I've heard rumblings, I've heard Bumper Pool might be one of those guys that would come back. I have heard that uh, one of the Missouri transfers whether it's Williams or Utsi, I heard that they're going to be at least maybe possibly interested in coming back. And Buster Brown, Monteric Brown, heard that he might be interested in coming back. Now, again, this is just speculation and all that. Like, I have no sources or any of that crap. But there's at least some interest. There's at least some sort of, uh, you know, thing where people are wondering, okay, well, maybe this is somebody that could come back. Maybe this is somebody that could uh, really help us out because you're going to need all the help that you can get, let's be honest, especially defensively. But... Uh, as of right now, that's all I know is possibilities. But, hey, I think that with Sam Pittman and what he's done, there's players that want to play for him. And so they're going to keep on thinking about coming back. And to me, that's a victory 
within itself. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 